Hello, ladies and gents. Welcome to Sound United Presents, a diverse and inclusive podcast where you learn about local businesses from their owners or key staff members. You'll get both a candid introduction into the guest and gain knowledge, wisdom, inspiration, or ideas through their experiences. Let's get started. Sound United Presents, Tony Chauffeur, co-owner of the Speakeasy Lounge located in downtown Warren, a.k.a. the downtown Warren Business District. Tony, how you doing? I am doing wonderfully today. I'm glad you got you on the show at 10 o'clock in the morning. I'm sure you got other things to do as a restaurateur. Is that the proper word for it? I guess. I got- <laughs> <laughs> it's good to have you on here. We kind of dive in a little bit, you know, briefly. I want to kind of, you know, you talk about Tony's chauffeur. I got tons of questions for you, some of them. With the random sections coming up here later on, but right now I just want to kind of introduce yourself to the to our listeners. Tell us about Tony, and you are the co-owner, so I want to say shout out to Pam real quick, who's the other owner, Hiram alum, good people. Now you can go ahead run it. Well, okay, what what do you want from me? Yeah, tell us about you. I got listeners who want to know about Tony Chauffeur. Well, uh, a couple minutes. I'm an old bald guy. Um, <laughs> I own the Speakeasy Lounge at 136 North Park Avenue in the basement of the Best Western. I've owned it for about three years, along with my wife. I work I work for her. Okay, that, that's that's the deal. Yeah, um, <laughs> I understand that one. We've uh, we serve uh, a variety of foods and fine cocktails, along with a full selection of draft beer and domestics upon occasion and we try to do it the best we can every day okay well not every day because we're closed sunday and monday close sunday and monday <laughs> so tuesday through saturday we try our best so is this your first time diving into entrepreneurship yes it most certainly is um my wife was a uh, school teacher of 30 plus years i worked in uh, business in the purchasing world and uh, at the end of that career we decided to uh try something different but, but i want to talk like you decided to start a restaurant like that's well i what we i had been home brewing beer for 15 years and we were looking for a little uh place to start a, a tap room brewery but when we saw the space in the basement of the best western which didn't fit the idea of a brewery we decided to to move on with that with that space but do a craft cocktail lounge okay and yes, we had no experience doing that. So how hard was it to come up with the name? Um, friends and family, everybody kept chipping in. Um, the Speakeasy Lounge, it just lends itself to that, being in the basement, being kind of tucked away. And, you know, unlike Speakeasy in some, in some major cities, there's no hidden door. There's no secret password. We are a Speakeasy-themed bar. We welcome everybody all the time. Okay. But now, aside from that, you are themed as a speakeasy in a lot of different ways. We are. Yes, we are. We have speakeasy-themed cocktails. We do a lot of fun stuff with our guests. It's not the typical bar. There's a lot of history down there. There's a lot of things to look at. There's good people. It's a fun place to come to. Okay. You got food names like Al Capone. We do. We do theme a lot of our drinks and food off the the 20s and, and 30s era and what's the most popular gangster gangster meal that you get the al capone (laughs) yeah it's a a shaved prime rib sandwich it's very good what's the second just out of curiosity the meyer lansky okay but what's the meyer lansky that is a pulled pork um topped burger fries or chips it's good food you can never go every time i eat at your place 
I got my favorites, and I always try to deviate, but I always go back. But I, when I bring my friends in, I said they'll say, "Well, what's good to eat?" And I tell them anything you pick on there is going to be good to eat. And literally, you know, I can't give advice because I'm always stuck on, you know, my f- top three things. So everyone I brought there said the same thing. Food's delicious. Hey, it's it's not a giant menu. It's a, a pretty inclusive menu. But the food's always good. And it's always at a, a pretty reasonable price for what you're getting. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. I can I can vouch for that. What makes y'all stand out? I think the, the fact that it, it blends a bar and a restaurant. Families are welcome. We have a lot of kids come down. I don't think anyone would ever feel uncomfortable. But um, if you're looking to have a cocktail and and relax for the evening, it's a great place to do it. We have live music on Friday and Saturdays. And it's just a real, it's a nice place to come down and hang out and make new friends and be part of the crowd. Yeah, that that's another thing that people have noticed too, is that when you're down there, it's it's a variety of different people. You know, it, it, you don't have to, it's not a certain standard of people. It's it's diverse. It's inclusive. You know, you have lawyers who will come down there. You just, your average person, you know what I mean? So it's a nice vibe. You always feel comfortable down there. And that's what I really, really love about that. It's just almost come as you are. It, and, and that's not, we, we don't do anything special to, to do that. It's just the way the place is. It's just the way... It, it's just the way my bartender tenders handle things. My waitresses handle things. My wife and I truly enjoy the people that come down there. Um, I don't think we'd still be doing this if we didn't enjoy the the people that came down. Yeah, because that's hard work, a restaurant. But we're going to get into that, too. That's the other thing, too, about the staff. You got a good staff. And as a as a business owner, that takes a lot of headache away. You know, having that the staff that are good at what they do and what you brought them in on makes your job a lot easier as the owner. Do you agree with that? I, I agree with that a hundred percent. And and what makes that possible is the, the the crowd that comes down. I mean, if if a waitress or a bartender is working and they're fighting the crowd the whole night, no amount of money is going to make up for that. And we have such a, a a genteel, easygoing crowd that's there to have fun that everybody enjoys it. So, your typical day. Now, I understand the typical day of an entrepreneur, but every industry is different. How does your day start out? Typical day for you having to do the speakeasy lounge from the time you get up till the time you got to close shop. What's your typical day consist of? I, I don't know that I have a typical day running a, a restaurant lounge like that. I mean, there are things you have to do each and every day. You have to prepare for the day. You have to make sure the bar is ready. The the kitchen is ready. You got to hope all your staff shows up, which they, they do by large part. Right. Uh, you have to make sure you have all the items necessary to get through the day. And, that, and that's, and, and usually that starts me at about nine o'clock, nine 30 in the morning running errands you have to do all the accounting stuff you have to account for the stuff from the day before you have to get ready for today you have to think about tomorrow it it keeps you busy it keeps you busy so you really enjoy your when you get off days you enjoy your off days oh i i I do And, and like i said we're closed sunday and monday and um I'm not sure that's the best decision to make business-wise as far as pulling in dollars and cents. But uh, I think it keeps everybody in the place fresh and, and and motivated to do their best the rest of the week. I agree with that 100% because we're closed. we're closed on Mondays, which is weird for an agency. But it's that same thing, you know, and some because sometimes we work Saturdays and sometimes we'll be doing, you know, little things on that on Sunday. But Monday, man, you, you need that day off. 
and stuff seems to go bad on Monday, so it's kind of good that you off Monday, so you don't have to really worry about the bad stuff business wise. Well, sense. <laughs> I really enjoy that, um, and it gives you the. I mean, there are a lot of Mondays that I'm doing business stuff, but it gives you the ability to get to the bank or get to the dentist or or to get to your accountant and not be out of the shop. Okay, so you mentioned that you have an eclectic audience that comes down to the Speakeasy Lounge, a variety of different people. Everybody is welcome. But what is, when you started the Speakeasy Lounge, let's talk about what your target audience was, what you thought it was, and then we can dive into what it is now, or is it the same? So what's your target audience at the time you opened? I'm sorry. I got to tell you, prior to opening the Speakeasy Lounge, my wife and I were, were with friends several times during the summer at wineries. And I was kind of kidding my wife. I said, look, look at these people. They're at a winery because they're afraid to go to a bar. I said, we should start a bar where they're not afraid to be there. And, and, and that's that was one of the driving thoughts behind us when we opened the Speakeasy Lounge, that, mm-hmm. that we could have a crowd of people that had enjoyed their bar experience when they were younger, but were hesitant to, to venture back into it because of the pushing and shoving and loudness and that type of thing. And so we set out to have a place that everybody felt comfortable. Right. So has that changed over over the years? No. No. Um, it, that's still the overriding thought in the place is a place to come down and have a good drink and enjoy yourself. But I'm it appeals to a much larger segment of people than I expected it to. Okay. You know, on, on a Friday and Saturday night, we, we get a group of people that are younger than the demographic I thought I was going to draw a little later in the evening. And they seem to be having a real good time. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I've, I've stayed there late, and it, it's always a good time. <laughs> I can vouch for that. Uh, going back, because I said I had talked about between then and now, how long have y'all been in business? How long has, has the speed lines operated? A little over three years. Okay. All right. So have you seen a lot of... During that time frame, because I had Tim Drummond on here, we were talking about downtown Warren. Now, Tim's been here, I think this is a 10-year anniversary this year. I'm not sure how long exactly he's been in downtown Warren, but it's been a long time. But in the three years that you've been here, have you seen a lot of change going on in, in the city? Like, what what have you seen since you put your flag down in downtown Warren? Well, since since we opened the, the Speakeasy Lounge, um, Modern Methods Brewery has opened up. Weston, Maine has opened up. Jacked has opened up. You've got five grand women's shop around the corner on High Street that that's come into business. Uh, you've got Tim Drummond with Artistics has upgraded the the storefront at his place. Yeah. You've got the Ween Foundation and the building we're in now, Bright. The downtown has has made a lot of improvements in the last few years. It has. I always credit there was, I mean, you had your legacy restaurants down here, you know, Saratoga, Sunrise. Um, I think Lime Tree was down here, <clears throat> excuse me, at the time. But you deciding to come here, there that was that was a game changer. I personally believe that. That's not being biased. I'm just saying it was a game changer because, <clears throat> excuse me, for me, when you opened up, I remember going in there like, oh, shoot, the Speakeasy Lounge. You know, first thing I was thinking about was Manhattans. And I remember going in there quite a few times and I would always sit. Uh, if you walked in the bar, I, a big letter L, I sat at the top of the, the bottom of the letter L, the lower part. And, you know, at that time I met the bartender who was there. I seen you and Pam, y'all would always talk to patrons. You came up and talked to me. It was just a really nice place to hang out. 
I was looking forward to bringing my guests, clients and things like that. And it was just really nice. And I thought to myself, like, this is a this is a game changer. You started bringing people downtown. And I say that and I've had that conversation before when we start talking about other stuff, because I remember five o'clock, maybe even four o'clock. It was dead down here. You know, the downtown was literally dead. And I'm not trying to say like you came along and everything changed. But when y'all came along, there started to be a little bit more action, nightlife, and things like that. And I got pictures to prove it. <laughs> you know, um, once again, let, let's um, let's credit my uh, lack of experience for, for choosing the location. <laughs> we fell in love with the spot in the basement of, of the hotel, and we looked hard at the downtown area. This is one of the most picturesque, attractive small towns in northeast Ohio and Ohio in general. The Courthouse Square, they've done such fantastic things with with decorating that at the holidays and making it a a community access that it's hard not to believe the businesses down here wouldn't succeed. I mean, Charbonnet moved in across the river um, with a beautiful patio and a a wonderful place. Modern Methods came online shortly after after we were here, I guess yeah. actually a couple of years, but they, they've they made David Grohl Alley a, a destination location instead of just kind of a funny little alley right. um, <laughs> with giant drumsticks in it. Um, Warren, Warren has changed, but I think the potential's been here for a long time. Now, I want to hit Modern Methods real quick. You are... There's a few business owners down here. I had Nikila Freeman or Nikila Adams. Now I've known her since she was Nikila Freeman, Nikila Adams on here. One of the things about her that that always stuck with me, and I mentioned this, she's always collaborating. I see you collaborating a lot, even with other restaurants. How important is that to you? That's important. I, the relationship between Modern Method and I, I, I'm I'm a good friend with Adam Cack. I, I enjoy his company. I enjoy the people that work for him. But, but that is a business relationship too. He supplies beer to me, which I sell for a profit. And he supplies me very good beer that competes with any in the state in the country. He does it at a reasonable price. And the branding of it being from so local a source appeals to people. Yeah. They they really want to drink local. They want to eat local. They want to stay local. And, and that that does it. That, that trips all the boxes. Okay. So I'm going to get into some expert stuff because you're in this space. So. I, don't, I don't know that you can count me as an expert on <laughs> hey, it. You've been thing. in business three years. You've run a <laughs> restaurant. You, you're an expert because there's no. some people that's been doing it for years and yeah, I, I could go on about that one. But what are you seeing in, in your in your industry, in the restaurant industry, hospitality? What kind of trends are you seeing happening? You know what? I don't think I could I'd be able to pick a trend if it hit me right in the face. Uh, I've been doing this for three years in one location in Warren, Ohio. What I what I see, and I don't know that it's a, a changing trend in any way, is people want value for their money. They they want to be treated um, respectfully. They want to get good food at a reasonable price, and and they want their night to be enjoyable. At the end of the day, they they want to have had a good time, and and good food is part of that. Good drink is part of that. Good service is part of that. But when you put all those things together, that's what they're looking for. They're looking to to think when they walk out of there at the end of the night that was money well spent. Okay, and I think that that's the trend over. A chicken sandwich or fast food or I, I think that's the that's the trend I focus on. Yeah. A good experience. A good, good experience. Food. At the end of the day. Absolutely. I agree with that. 
So what are some challenges that you face as, as running a restaurant slash bar? Well, you know, the challenges are, they're always the same. You know, um, the challenge unique to, to Warren, Ohio is, is parking. That, that's the, the unique challenge to Warren, Ohio. In the restaurant business, in, in Warren, in the location, you know, we're, there is a huge retail complex about five miles down the road that will remain unnamed that has all the chain restaurants and easy access to any one of them. And my, my goal is to bring people from that area to downtown. And I think that is a, the most successful way to do that is if the downtown businesses work together in concert to do that. And, we, and we've been pretty successful with that. You can come downtown, you can find a place to park your car, it might take a minute, but you'll find a place. And you can walk from one spot to another. You can walk from Charbonnet to the Horseshoe, to Mocha House, to my place, to Modern Method, without ever getting back in your car. And fairly soon they tell me there's gonna be a big venue that has bands and concerts and I'm, and I'm looking yeah. forward to that. <laughs> Absolutely. The the distance between all them places you named, if that was in New York City, Jesus, you'd have to, you you probably would have to Uber. You know, these are short, these are short blocks here to get oh. to all these different places. So it, it's a wonderful opportunity to just come down, have a good time, get out your car and experience everything from art to cocktails to, to wine or whatever the case may be. You, you can have a, you can have a lot of fun downtown Warren and it is as safe and easier place to get around in as you're going to find. So let's talk about unpredictability. You know, there are ups and downs with running any type of business, restaurants, whatever the case may be. What keeps you going through all that? What what keeps you driven? Money. <laughs> <laughs> this is It's a business. At, at the end of the day, I mean, I love my customers. I love my employees, but we work hard every day to make money. And it's not, it's just not the number of dollars in the bank. That is how our society measure success that is how that's how it's measured at the end of the day if you were successful you got a couple bucks yeah uh, you made a profit which you, in business that's that's the key you got to have it or you're not in business <laughs> exactly um is there anything else outside of that i mean i know money but you know profitability let's let's say that. okay that, that profitability sounds, yeah, profitability <laughs> for all those listeners out there like money let's say profitability uh what else i mean is there any inspiration for you to you know well, well I, I truly enjoy i'm a i'm a people person i enjoy the people that come down to our place yes you are a people person i i enjoy i enjoy meeting people from our area and find out what community they live in and what kind of things they do I enjoy the the people that come down from the hotel that are from another area. I love hearing them say, man, this is as cool a little town as I've been in. And these are people from the East and West Coast. These are successful people that have their, their choice of places to live and go to. And when they're here, they, they go, man, this, this is a great little place. Yeah, yeah. And because you are, you're in the bottom of the, the Best Western, so you get a eclectic amount of people from across, you said across the country. Right. right, we we do. I mean, the the Best Western isn't a giant hotel, but but with with the court system here in in Warren, Ohio, you do get people from all over. Have you have you met anyone like just you know from out of town that just blew you away, like you know from Russia or something? I don't know. Well, we had a uh, we have a family that's been here a couple different summers uh, from Australia that have actually owned property in the Warren 
Trumbull County Mahoning area as part of their portfolio. Um, they were very interesting, very nice people. We, and we've, we've had a lot of lawyers come in from the East and West Coast that I've enjoyed talking to. We had a Orthodox rabbi from Chicago who was I knew he was from out of town because he had better shoes than anybody I'd seen in the bar. <laughs> they were really, really nice. nice. <laughs> they were really nice shoes. But it, yeah, we get people from all over. Okay. Is there anything, let's talk about, go back to the city of Warren, because we hit on like the development of that. And I've talked to a few people on the show and, and just, what were some things you'd like to see happening downtown, additional to what's what's happening now? I know we have you know live music coming soon and theater and all that, but is there anything else you'd like to see downtown? Yes, I, I I would love to see more retail stores, women's fashions, footwear, sporting goods. I th- I think a convenience store or market or bodega that that sold essentials would be a a, a wonderfully welcome thing in the downtown area. Uh, we're, we're getting a bigger population that lives downtown. My wife and I live right on Courthouse Square, also. And um, we really enjoy it, but it would be nice to have just a few more of the basic necessities right here in, in downtown Warren. Okay. I agree with that. It would be nice to have a little little convenience store, something, you know. Yes, I would. To, to be able to get those essentials. So our audience loves wisdom and insight and all that, and you are a wise person. Oh, so. ooh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> so... Whether it's in business, health, relationships, or, you know, resources, whatever, what pieces of wisdom can you leave the audience with today? My favorite expression of all time is no problem is so big it can't be run away from. Did y'all hear that? <laughs> can you say that one more time just so they, just so it can resonate? No problem is so big that it can't be run away from. Okay. All right. Any more bits, and, any more nuggets? That's all I got. That's all you got? <laughs> All right. I look forward to this part, too. This is this is the random part. All right. So I'm going to pose you some questions and then at some point I'm going to switch it over and just throw out words and you would tell me what the first thing that comes to your mind. But first, here's the questions. So what's a famous person you'd love to walk through the doors of the Speakeasy Lounge to enjoy a good meal and a cocktail? Alfred E. Newman. Now, who's Alfred E. Newman? So. Well, he's not a real person. He's the uh, face man for Mad Magazine. Oh, OK. <laughs> Okay. All right. Okay. If you could change one thing about the world, what would it be? Yikes. Um, That's a good one there, huh? (laughs) Eternal life. Eternal life? Okay. Uh, You have a 64 box of Crayola crayons. What's the first color you're pulling out to use? Red. Okay. Now I'm going to throw these words at you. You tell me the first thing that comes to mind. He's closing his eyes, (laughs) y'all. He's getting ready for these because he knows me. These are all unpredictable. First thing that comes to mind, entrepreneurship. Somebody else. Marriage. Fantastic. Your childhood. Sad. Travel. Fun. Holiday season. More fun. See, was that difficult? No. Okay. Yeah. I want to go back to travel because you, I think once a month now we had a conversation, at least once a month, maybe hit or miss, but as an entrepreneur, being able to get away a little bit from your business, how important is that? At this point in my life, it's very important. I, I, You know, I'm 62 years old. I've been doing this for a long time. Both my uh, children live in Phoenix. I like I like seeing my, my kids and my grandkids, and I try to get out to see them as often as I can. I'm hoping to get to that point where I could 
I do take time off, but I would love to be able to get away for a little bit, especially for the, I'm always preaching mental health. And I think being too immersed in the business and not getting away from it does the business harm, not only yourself, but it also does the business harm. So I'm looking forward to at some point being able to say once a month, I'm just going to go somewhere. That's that's what I aspire to, being able to be gone every month for a little bit. <laughs> what kind of events? So do you have any events, anything that's coming up that you want to let the audience know about? Any cool stuff happening at the Speakeasy? Well, we're, we're going to do a New Year's Eve party with a DJ and food and, and all that good stuff. It's going to be, you know, this being 2020 coming up, we're going to do that, that 20s theme so you'll have a place you can dress up and have a lot of fun. So that that's that's the big event on the horizon. I have a tendency to, to be at home with my family on holidays. So Christmas Eve, Christmas, we'll, we'll be closed. Good, good. That, that's a good thing. Yeah, because it's like the roaring 20s again, man. Like it is. The, you know, 20s 2.0 or something like that. So you got to have, I know whatever party you're going to throw, it's going to be, it's going to be nice. It'll be fun. It's It'll be, be a lot of fun. So more details to come on that though. Absolutely. Okay. So speaking of details, how can people stay connected to the Speakeasy Lounge? Well, I think you know that every bit as well as I do. I do. Uh, we have a Facebook page. We have a uh, website. We have an email campaign that will keep you in touch. All those ways. Or you can stop down and see us. That's the best way. Yeah, the best way is to come down there and meet y'all. Yeah. Enjoy a good meal and a cocktail. Absolutely. Well, sir, thank you very much for being on this show. It is an honor to have you. Okay, so now I got a couple questions for you, Deshaun. Oh my goodness! Um, <laughs> let's let's go through those. Uh, I'll throw out a word, and, and you. Uh, oh my god! Uh, all right, so this uh, has never happened on the show. Okay, mayonnaise sandwich. All right, travel. Got to do it more. Cars. Expensive. Marriage. Humor. All right, that's all I got. That's it? That's <laughs> that was a good one. You threw me for a loop there, man. I'm like, hey, you just took my paper and started asking me questions. Kim's in the background. She just looked at me like, do we keep going? Yeah, absolutely. We're going to keep rolling this thing. This was great. Hey, folks, thanks for tuning in. I hope you enjoyed this episode. Today's show was powered by the Sound United Podcast Studio. Production by Kim Gonzalez. Photography and design by the D5 Group. And I'm your host, Deshaun Scott, signing out.